Okay, Boker Tov. We continue in the Sefer Das Hasphiros. And uh, during this week, we have uh, learned about the sphere of Keser. And we've gone into the sphere of Chachma. And yesterday, we described the difference between Chachma, Bina, and Das. Three levels of thought and intelligence. And we explained that Chachma is that first idea, that first thought that comes from the Keser. Keser is your desires, your real desires that can very often be even hidden from ourselves. Machshava, Chachma is that first thought based on that desire and it is not pragmatic, it's everything. We said it's like brainstorming. It's where whatever ideas come in, and we gave an analogy of let's say you want to move so there's many steps in your mind that you have to go through and the first one we'll call it the brainstorming all the possibilities that exist okay you know it's like uh, you don't even you don't even all you know is you want to move and um, a flood of thoughts and, and, and it, it's, but yeah. nothing specific yeah. Nothing specific. It's not grounded in reality, that kind of chachma. But it's still an important thought. You want to move. That's important. You are, you've decided in your mind you're going to move. Now, and uh, you can have all kinds of dreams, but that comes before das. Das is now we start getting into the details, how it's going to play out, and it's not so simple, and it's not so unlimited anymore. That's the basic idea. It's that first thought. It's the first revelation, even to yourself, that of what your rutzon is. Okay, so you you have a rutzon. You want to move, but the thought, uh, you know, already is, uh, you know, you want to rent, rent an apartment, right? So now that becomes more concrete. You know, I just want to move. That that that's that's one idea, but. Uh, in the, uh, the, the, the Chachma is uh, that thought of that, uh, you know, that you're, you're making it more real. You're thinking about it. Ratzon, you're not even thinking. Uh, uh, inner desire, you don't even think. It's just there. The Chachma is, I'm starting to think. So that's, it's the beginning. It's called the beginning. That's the important point. And that's why what Chachma was the beginning of the actual creation of the world. Although there was a keser, there was a pre-thought that God wanted to bestow kindness upon man. But then came the chachma of saying, okay, so I'm going to build a world. But we didn't get into any details yet. So it's a pre-detailed stage. So with that in mind, there's a lot of things that are attributed to chachma. Such as kavod, honor. Now, where does that come from? There, I'm tr- we're trying to associate things here so you understand better about this. First of all, the gematra of kavod, chaf is 20, base is 2, vav is 6, dalad is 4, is 32. And we already said that there are 32 pathways of chachma. Okay? 32 types of initial thoughts. Let scientists go figure out what they are. Okay, but the, so that's uh, a hint to the idea that kavod is related to chachma. 
Now, what is the connection between kavod? Again, the word kavod in English is honor. Okay, so so why is chachma that we explain that chachma is the beginning, that first revelation of what you really are thinking about? How's it to kavod? So let's understand this. There is every person has innately within them a desire to be respected. And that's okay. And that's a, a basic need of the human being. Okay? Everybody will see why. Because if you don't feel respected, you don't have self-esteem. Okay? Now, we'll see the difference between positive kavod and a wrong kavod. Because it also says that... Uh, three things take you out of the world. Yeah. And one of them is kavod. So wait a minute, is kavod a good thing or a bad thing? So we'll see in a minute. Oh. Okay? <laughs> so where does that desire for honor come from? It comes from the person's soul because he has a divine soul and just like God should be respected, so should a human being be respected. But more than that, as we explained in previous uh, shiurim, not in this, but in other series, the idea of Rabbi Akiva students did not give covered one to another. What does it mean they did not give covered one to another? And the point being that covered um, love is a different thing. Love means I feel one with somebody. I feel one. We're like joined. That's, that's love. Covered means that I understand we're not one. And what makes you different is than me, and there's something that you have that's different than me, that's unique, that I don't have. And that uniqueness generates the kavod. You understand? And everybody has a uniqueness, because that's what makes you, you. The ultimate question is, why am I in this world? Now, if all of us in this room are exactly the same, so what does God need me for? And the other five guys here could take care of things. What would the world be missing if I wasn't here? This is, people think a little bit about their lives. What would be missing if I wasn't here? So some people feel nothing. You know, people who are bums, it's dangerous for them to start thinking. Because when they think about what, what am I here for, I don't, I don't contribute anything. So therefore, that's not good. That person becomes, goes on to drugs because he doesn't want to think about it or whatever, alcohol. But, so what's so vital is that a person has to realize that I am different than everybody on the planet and there's something unique about me that the planet has to have. For without me, something would be missing. And therefore, this is real what we call self-esteem. And therefore, uh, just, and therefore, if people recognize my uniqueness, that's a good, that's a healthy thing. If, if we look in a room and say, ah, whatever, we go, so-and-so, boy, so good that you're here in the room because you always remember the things that we forget. You know, as we get older, we start forgetting, but that guy still remembers. So yeah, I remember what it is. Yeah, you remember the phone number? Yeah, I remember the... Oh, good. 
remembers the phone number. So that he's unique. And people should praise him for that uniqueness. Or you're unique, you're the you're the pragmatic one in the group. And uh, if, if we would have listened to that salesman, we'd all be broke by now. And since we listen to you, ah, Baruch Hashem. Okay, now, so he has his day in the sun. Then you look to another member of the group and say, well, how is he unique in the group? And now everybody feels a sense of self-esteem and they're not jealous of anybody. I know, this is my place in the group. Whatever it may be, in the olden days, not everybody had a car. So, oh, he's got the car, he drives us around, he can get us to places. And, oh, I'm, I'm a driver. In those days, you know, it wasn't assumed think. But how is that really unique in the sense that, let's say I have a good memory, so I'm the one in the group, meaning I'm the one in the kahila who has the good memory or something. So there could be five guys who have good memories. No, so no, one, but, but not, not as good as yours. Oh, okay. There's, everybody has, or there's something that I can do that you can't do. For example, you are the one that will take care of your elderly parents. Nobody else. Is that unique? Who's going to take care of these people? So now people look at them and say, wow, you know, no, no, I see those parents. That's very special. And that's it. You don't even have to be more unique than that. Okay, now that, that's, that's, that's a raison d'etre. Okay, now, as going back, going back to the Kesser, the Kesser is that... Um, original purpose for everything the desires of all desires common design mm. uh, no, not common it's, it's yours right and your unique connection to Hashem now that's going to manifest in you think that first thought about that and that is I need to have covered I have to feel unique and how am I unique okay that becomes an issue and that's where you got the Bina and Das still have to come into play. But this is that very first thought. or And that's exactly what Hashem does. Because we know Hashem created the world. The Mishra Perkei says, Hashem created, everything in the world is created for God's honor. Now, God doesn't need any honor, so to speak. But the point is, what does honor mean? Where everybody says, Hashem, you're unique. There's a lot of idols in the world. They're garbage. You're unique. Why? You're the master of the world. And believe me, without you, Hashem, we'd have nothing. Now, Hashem does not need the kavod. But for Hashem to be Hashem, to be recognized, again, people have to recognize Hashem. Just like there's no king without a nation. So there's no Hashem. There is Hashem, but if the world ignores him, they're not going to realize Hashem. And they're going to miss out on all the good stuff you get by recognizing Hashem and connecting to the infinite reality. Okay? So therefore, our purpose is to give honor to Hashem and they give a existence to creation. As you end in the Yigdal, when everything of his desires is done, then he's called the king. He becomes a king by us recognizing him. Now again, God is not an arrogant God. He is what he is. That's just the way it is. And we need to recognize that, which means we have to give Hashem kavod. That's what honor is, kavod. 
okay, and recognizing Hashem's uniqueness, there is no nothing like Hashem. And uh, for whose benefit is that? It's for our benefit. If you if there is no unique Hashem, then the whole purpose of existence falls apart. So just like Hashem, now Hashem created man in His image. And everybody has a divine soul, a portion of God on high within ourselves. And therefore, he has a need to be honored. And therefore, he, they, we, we recognize his purpose. And he realizes that he has a purpose. Okay, now, the, the lust for the improper covet is when a person wants honor more than he deserves. And he runs after that, which is not his. So you want an example, of course, right? So let's give a simple example. You're a billionaire. You're a billionaire. Now, billionaire wants honor, right? Rich people want honor. Why? Because I'm rich. Wait a minute, you're rich. That's not yours, it's God. God gave you the money. How does having money make you unique? Having the money. Not, we didn't say what you're doing with the money. Okay, there's a fine line difference. Uh, there's a big Yetzirah in wealthy people. Because they have money, they feel they deserve honor. That's the bad. The person's very strong. He deserves honor. Person's very, very smart. He deserves honor. You don't deserve any honor for those things because those aren't yours. You want honor for something. That's not what makes you unique. You know what makes you unique? That you are Moshe Reichman and you're the first Jew in the world who taught rich people to give so much of your money to tzedakah. The giving of all your money to tzedakah and that... That, that made him unique amongst all the wealthy people in the world is he never expected honor because he was rich. But he had a good, that did not give him self-esteem. He clinched multi-billion dollar deals. He didn't feel any excitement about that. You know what excited him? To be able to help build a school. To give money, to encourage other people to give money. It's not the money, it's, it's when you use the tools that Hashem gives you in service of Hashem, that's what Moshe Reichman was put into this world for. And that was a unique thing. He was the first Jew in Toronto, in the world really, who taught the idea that rich people, it's not like give just regular money. You gotta give significant money and you have to take responsibility for the community. And that that's, when he would walk into a room, rabbis would get up for him. Not because he's a wealthy man. It's because that he was unique in supporting Torah, and for the honor of the Torah that he supported, they would stand up for him. That's so important to understand that difference. So people look, you look, people looking for honor like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm the most, so this is with, in teenagers, so we're a teenager, everyone needs honor. Teenager says, I will uh, dress, I'm the most uh, beautiful, dro jaw-dropping uh, person, so uh, I deserve honor because I look so beautiful. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? 
In other words, that that's the cover that could take you out of the world. Now that's the that's what we call the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for when you uh, the desecration of honor. There's a positive honor and a negative honor, and that's a desecration of honor to think that because I have that, that's wanting more than what you have. Okay, so since that's the aspect of kavod, and therefore that's how it's connected to chachma, because a person, since the very first thing, the very beginning of a person, the first thoughts of a person should be, I'm valuable. Before you do anything, you have to have good self-esteem. And that comes from that initial, you haven't done anything per se, but you realize there, you know, there is the Kesser. The Kesser is your ultimate connection to Hashem. And the ultimate connection to Hashem is your unique relationship with Hashem. It's unspoken, it's, it's, it's not known, it's beyond. But now, but it's part of your soul. Now starts that, Chachmah is that first thought about, I'm unique. There's something special about me. Not exactly sure yet what it is. I'm gonna to have to use my Bina and Das to find out what my uniqueness is. But that initial thought that I'm unique, the world needs me. Now the question is, okay, now if you got that, that's a good thought. But you, now you got Bina, it's gonna say, okay, how in this world do I find my uniqueness? you come to the das and says and this is the plan you know so I'm unique okay I'm unique okay so how am I going to be unique well let me see what I got what would make me unique and you start thinking of a whole bunch of things and some of them no that can't make you no that can't make you then you got to be careful that's where the big mistakes remember we said in in the uh, bina is where the mistakes can happen and you have the wrong thoughts, you know, there's all kinds of possibilities, right? I need to move. And then you decide to move to Harlem. You move to You move to a place that doesn't have a shul or juice. Okay, now whatever you're gonna do afterwards is failure. You're gonna spend all that time working on arranging in that house in Whitby. So you make, it's the same thing when we're talking about your essence. So there's a chachma. That is that initial thought. So since um, you need it for your essential life, and that desire for honor comes from that beginning of who you are, that, that barashis, that, that first thing to keep me alive. To, I have to feel I'm important. That's why it's always important for parents to always praise their children. You're so wonderful. You're such a good child, and you know you're, you're gonna you're gonna do great things in the world. It doesn't have to be clear what it is yet. Just say, you know, you're. I see you're gonna be amazing. Something about you is gonna be amazing. And then if a parent is a really good parent and doesn't care about what they want for the kid, but it's what is best for the kid. Oh, you have ways. That's so hard for a parent because the parent is watching uh, the social media, and social media is telling you what's good for the kid. Well, social media only wants what's good to, for the people who are making the money. And you're so foolish to think, you go to university is the best thing for your kid. 
Okay, now you made a mistake in Das, and now you're destroying your kids. Yes, uh, he has to go. He has to go to, uh, to, uh, to London. He has to go there. He can't be in Toronto. So this Yiddish guy, pfft. Okay, very good. So now your kid doesn't, isn't from. Big mistake in Das. But in Chachma, so as a parent, you're, you're saying, you're amazing. You, that's the first thing you got to do. That what the kid needs good self-esteem. Now, of course, children do all kinds of things that frustrate parents. They go and touch things they shouldn't touch. They break things they shouldn't break, and this and that. And your instinct is to no, 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 no. That is not a good idea. You got to positively say, uh, "Let's try this instead, dear." Right? Uh, there's all kinds of techniques they have nowadays that I wish. I knew when I was raising my kids. But thank God I had a great wife who compensated for my uh, flaws. All right, but, that, but that's the reishis. And that's the first revelation. Remember, Chachman is the first revelation within your mind of what's really going on. And therefore, this desire for kavod is so essential. That's the first thing your brain should be thinking about is that you're important. For, for that which you have inside of you, because Hashem created you before he created you he thought good and hard so to speak about what you are supposed to do in this world of course he didn't tell us but it's in the it's in the deep recesses of our neshama so now when you start thinking now again you know starting to think even thinking has a lot to do with the environment that you're thinking in so as a nice Jew, if you're in a nice Jewish environment, so now you got a chance for the pure you to come out. If all you're doing is being put in front of a TV or in front of a computer, that, then your mind is already going off the track. And then you're, you're trying to find your purpose in something that's not at all what you were aligned with. So therefore, that's where covered is so important. And I would say more that any relationship you have with anybody the starting point should be covered. It's good, good ideas for dating, good ideas for marriage, business, meeting somebody. The first thing you do is give them covered. Now, you may not know exactly what he has deserves covered for, but he must because Hashem put him on the planet. Even a goy has some purpose, right? So give him covered. For what? For the purpose that he really could have. And if people give him covet, he's going to say, wow, people think I'm important. I better find out why I'm important. Right? So this is the race. That's that first spiritual part of, of all of existence. Okay, now covet is also associated with another word, and that's kedusha, holiness. Holy, where do you find holiness? Be holy. Where, where am I going to be holy from? Right? But we see there's various psukim where, for example, it says in Divrei Yomim that Hashem separated Aaron to separate him, Kodesh Kadashim, holies of holies, him and his children. Okay? Um, and there's in Shabbos and Yontif. Shabbos is called what? What do we call Shabbos? Shabbos Kodesh. Because it's connected to Chachma. Well, Yontev is not called Yontev, it's called Mikroi Kodesh. Convocation of holiness. Okay? It's not as holy. 
because Shabbos is the beginning. We talked about all the holidays last week. Mm-hmm. Here are all the holidays. What's the first one? Shabbos. All the others are just permutations are within that Shabbos. Okay? And it's interesting. Now we understand why the Torah is so strict about Kohanim not coming in contact with the dead. And Lutzado explains that the, the source of these mitzvahs is because the Kohanim, they are connected to this attribute of Chachma, which is that first point of life. That first consciousness that I'm alive and I have to have a purpose and we cannot be connected to dead people because dead people is the opposite of that. Dead people is there's no purpose in it. He's finished. A dead person could have been a wonderful person and accomplished many purposes, but when you are dead, you have no more purpose. Now that's contradiction to the etzim of a, of a, of a, of a Kohen. Okay? And the fact that they can bless the Jewish people is because they are connected to the true source of life. Remember, that's the Kesser is the true source. And now with the Chachma, which is the first expression of that, that's where they happen. Okay? There's more, but that's enough on that. So now, so therefore, the connection between them and Kedusha is that as a person, what's Kedusha? Kedusha means you're, you're elevating yourself. You're disconnecting yourself from the mundaneness and you're connecting to something that is higher than you. That's what holiness means. Holiness means you're connected to something that's higher than you and you become holier than the normal state. And what's that first point of that expression of that purpose of life is the Chachma again. So therefore, and therefore, uh, when the Kohanim make the bracha, the innermost understanding of that bracha is that the Kohanim are connecting to Hashem and they're the conduit of the blessing to Hashem. That's the first expression of, of any spirituality is that Chachma. So that's why the Kohanim who are very they are created with a built-in DNA that puts them in the in a much higher place to connect to that Chachma, to be that bridge. And it has to start with the Chachma. That's the very first expression of, of, of what God's will is in this world. And now we'll do one more idea. This now gives us an understanding, I'm coming up to Shavuos in two weeks, of the important words the Gemara says when the Jews preceded Nasa before Nishma, 600,000 angels came down and crowned each Jew with two crowns, one for Nasa and one for Nishma. So what are those two things? The crowns were Nasa and Nishma were the two crowns of Chachma and Bina. Chachma and Bina. Nasa is Chachma, Nishma is Bina as we'll elaborate on. But that, that's the crown. If you really have, if you've worked through and you have the proper chachma and the proper bina, remember, bina is the place where you could make the mistakes. If you got the proper chachma and bina, the rest will flow. Remember, it's 10 spheros. One flows into the other. So the real battles are the battles you don't see. They're all in the brain. You're after, after chachma and bina, das, also now we start doing things. So you have to have the crown. Now remember, the crown is the Kesser. So the Kesser is connecting Chachman Bina. You understand why they get a crown? <laughs> because the crown is the ultimate will. 
And since they have the right attitude, they showed, we'll explain why, that they can, will, will eventually have proper chachma and proper bina by saying Nasev in Ishma. So now they got crowned. So the question is, why is Nasa we will do connected to Chachma while Nishma is connected to Bina? Remember, Nasa means we'll do even though we don't understand. Nishma means we'll study Torah. So, because what's the essence of Chachma? What is the essence of Chachma? The essence of Chachma is nullifying yourself to the one who's giving. As it says in Mishle, Yiras Hashem, fear of Hashem, Musar, Musar, Chachma, Chachma. Okay, Lifnei Kavod, Anavim, before honor comes humility. Says the Vilna Gom that Chachma is connected also to the awe of Hashem. Not fear of being punished. But that because a person wants to connect to Chachma, he wants to connect to that Hashem. And that first thought, that first thought is whatever I'm thinking about, it's all about connecting to Hashem. That's what Sinai was all about. What's the program for? Program is there's a God, there's an amazing God, and I, we all, and that is Keser. That is that unique relationship with Hashem. And the first Chachma is the main, and the biggest Chachma to know is the most important thing in life is to be connected to Hashem. Now, and what does that mean? Must be you have to be humble. Because Hashem is going to tell you a lot of things that are not going to make sense to you. You want to be connected? We're not even getting into the details yet. We're not telling you to go into the parking lot and send the mother bird away, which you think is cruel. And therefore you don't want to do it. We're not up to that, but we're saying, NASA, what, we're going to do whatever you say. What kind of shaita is that? You know what? Because I'm totally nullified before Hashem. And that's, that is the beginning of, that is Chachmah. That, that first burst that's describing who you are is what? I am to be connected to Hashem. And the only way I can do that is by being humble and I know whatever Hashem will tell me, I will do. Okay, and that is through Chachma, you can understand the Chachmas HaTorah. Because what is Chachma? What is real Chachma? Is the Chachmas HaTorah. Because that's what the Torah is. Why did Moshe know the most Torah? Because he was the humblest person. And look at what the, the Vilna Gon says. He says, really, everybody could know as much Torah as Moshe. The only problem is we're not as humble as Moshe. If we'd be as humble, humble means I'm an empty vessel. I have nothing. Hashem, whatever you pour in, I will take. I will not disagree with it. Okay? So that's so, so now the ability to receive this. What was it? Kabbalah Satorah. To receive the Torah. God said, I want to pour Torah into you guys. Well, I can't pour Torah to guys who think they're smarter than me, can I? So what's part of the Avoda of Shavuos? Part of the Avoda of Shavuos is to say, you know what, Hashem, I don't know anything. I'm coming to you to understand everything I need to do. That's Nasa. That's I, I, I'm committing to do it. Nasa initial. We're totally nullifying ourselves when we say Nasa first. I don't even know what you're going to go me to do. Once you say that, I mean, you got the ability to receive it. If you come and say, okay, God, the other nation says, well, what does it say in your Torah? Let me see. So now you're ready to have the ability to receive it. Therefore, Hashem gave them such a hard thing that they couldn't do. It was totally antithetical to what they are. Hashem Badafka did that. Because you want to see if it fits for you, I'll show you it doesn't. 
She said, whatever, whatever you tell us to do, sand in our head and spit out wooden nickels, we'll do it. It's, it's not a question. She said, well, you're willing to take everything out. I'll just pour it in. And therefore, we call someone who learns Torah a Talmud Chacham, which wow. seems to be an oxymoron. A, a wise student, he's not called a Chacham. He's not called a Chacham. Because the whole essence of a person of knowing Torah is he wants to be a Talmud to study and be a student. I nullify myself. And therefore, he expressed Talmud before Chacham. So now Moshe came to that highest level. And remember, what did Moshe say? The highest level of nullification says, Nachnuma. What are we? We don't even know. We're nothing. And that's why nobody knows where Moshe's burial place is. Because he connected to the highest places. So this idea. And, and then comes the nishma. Then comes, okay, now let's be nice, so let's look at the details. Chachma is, okay, that initial burst. Initial burst is, I want to do the will of Hashem. But that's not practical. Remember, the Chachma is not practical. It's not practical. You're going to do everything Hashem says? You, you, want, you know how not practical that is. You know what kind of a baltaiva is. How are you not going to eat trade? You know that you're a person that has to be busy. How can you not work on Shabbos? You just it drives me. And that, but then the Torah, now the mitzvahs, doing the mitzvahs, that's the bina. Okay, now let's see how's it, how's it going to be practical in this world. And that's where there's some tension. But they said, no, we're, we're going to do the mitzvahs too. It means we'll, fi- we'll figure out a way to do it. And there were Jews, who, who's a Nasev and Ishmael Jew in the early 1900s? You said, I'm not working on Shabbos. You know, that's not going to work. We'll figure a way to make it happen. Ah, so then Hashem has to step in and help you make that happen. How am I going to find a job? How am I going to find a job if I'm not going to work on Shabbos? That's the Bina part. Once you said, Nasev and Ishma, then Hashem was hearing from them, I want to do whatever you tell us, and Nishma will figure out a way to do it. And you give me a crazy mitzvah like I'll figure out a way to do it. Okay, and then, but then you have to have the das. Okay, that's enough. I think we, now you, we did quite a bit over here. Big chunk to think about and get ready for shvuas with.